Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, I hope you're all super excited for a new episode of Happy Hour this week. This one's just me flying solo again, and it's a juicy one. I hope you guys are all really excited. It's been highly, highly requested. But before I get into it, I wanted to introduce the sponsor of today's show. This show is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. If you remember from my previous episodes, Cash App has a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. Whether you owe a friend for a bet you lost or just want to pay someone back, Cash App is the app to use. I typically use it and find it the most convenient for settling group dinners, like I know I've mentioned before. And Cash App also comes with the Cash the and Cash App also comes with the Cash Card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at places you already love. You can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and way more. It's literally like having credit card perks, but just packed into a free debit card, which sounds pretty good to me. I'm also so excited to be working with Cash App to be supporting one of my favorite organizations that I know that you guys know about, the Jimmy Fund. When you sign up for the Cash App and use my promo code HAPPYHOUR, all caps, one word, not only will you instantly receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund, a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for patients around the world. So I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money together for the Jimmy fund you'll get ten dollars to you and ten dollars towards defeating cancer which sounds like a pretty awesome deal to me again use a promo code happy hour when you download cash app from the app store today and now let's get into the episode so this episode you guys i have been nervous to record and talk about i'm sure you can understand why it's all about me and um, losing my job as a lifeguard, getting fired. So yeah, it's a little bit of a sensitive subject. Um, More than anything now, it's just kind of entertaining to be completely honest and just like funny to look back at it and like it was just a funny time. Um, But yeah, now that it's how many years later? Oh my gosh, five? (laughs) That's so crazy. It feels like yesterday. I remember like every detail maybe because it was just like obviously an intense time um uh yeah it's just weird that like so much time has gone by but anyway I know I've wanted to talk about it for a while I just like didn't know if I was really ready and it's funny like right now I'm kind of distracted because I'm just thinking back to all my content back then and I feel like I never really said while like, the summer was happening that I was fired from lifeguarding because it was obviously, like, so fresh and something that I didn't want to talk about. But then I feel like as time went on, I would kind of bring it up and be like, oh, yeah, did I ever tell you guys when I was fired from lifeguarding? And it was just kind of, like, funny because I was, you know, over the emotional, like, side of it and just thought that it was, like, a funny story to share. Maybe a good learning experience. I don't really know if you're going to get any value than this other than, like, the tea and <laughs> just hearing about it. Um, 
but yeah, so we're going to talk all about my lifeguarding experience and how I got fired. Um, so yeah, I guess a little warning this, not warning, just like, just know that this episode, not like a bad thing, just know that this episode might be on the shorter side because um, as I'm recording this, full transparency, you guys, it is Thursday evening and I am throwing this podcast up right as I am done recording it and going to bed. I used to not be procrastinating at all for filming oh my gosh filming for recording these podcasts I used to not procrastinate but I don't know like I was always so excited and so motivated and had like topics I wanted to talk to you guys about but then sometimes now I'm like oh or I guess really this one I was just kind of nervous to talk about it and pushing it off and I know exactly what I'm going to talk about and what I'm going to say um but I was just pushing it off because I was kind of nervous to talk about it so anyway yeah full transparency sorry if I'm not making sense I went to like two workout classes today that isn't even trying to be a humble brag. I'm just trying to say I'm like really tired and might not make any sense. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just trying to like drink my tea, brush my teeth and hop in bed. But first, we're going to have an entertaining evening together. And you guys are really keeping me company because I'm alone in my apartment. So I feel really thankful for this podcast at this time because... It's really weird thinking about it right now that I'm sitting here talking to myself in my apartment, but it honestly keeps me company a lot, like just chatting, even if it is to myself, but like eventually to your ears, you know what I mean? Anyway, um, I guess before we get into that, you guys know I have my little format of my podcast, but first I just want to talk about right now and today and like yesterday and what a whirlwind it's been because I know my last episode I told you guys all about my holiday plans and those have changed, which they weren't supposed to, but life gets in the way sometimes. Um, So this is just going to be me being a fangirl really quick for my boyfriend because hi Max when you're listening, I love you so much. I'm obsessed and we always say "Mm, I think I'm obsessed no not in an unhealthy way like I'm fine being alone I'm good but I just I'm obsessed with who he is as a person and how he treats how he treats others and just everything about him I just love him so much and yeah we just have to talk about his situation right now because it's so exciting and really like a dream come true I feel like for him um but yeah okay let's just talk about it so You guys know that when I was telling you my holiday plans, we were going to be on the Cape for like five days, come back to Boston for a day for the Nutcracker, and then go to Albany for five days since he had like 10 days off hockey. And that got cut short because we were on the Cape Monday, Tuesday, and then, oh my gosh, yeah, yesterday was Wednesday. It's so crazy that it was only yesterday because so much has happened. But basically, we were, like, Christmas shopping while we were there. We had all these plans. We were supposed to go get a Christmas tree. We um, were going to go to, like, a family dinner that night with his grandma, all this stuff. And then it was, like, 3.30-ish, I want to say. I don't know why. I just, like, remember that time. And his agent texted him and called him, and this whole thing was going down. So, basically, he got called up. If you guys saw my Instagram my Instagram stories um if you like don't know who I am for some reason (laughs) it's funny because I feel like all of you are just coming from my YouTube and my Instagram but some people in my YouTube video recently were like oh I found your channel from your podcast which is so funny to me because YouTube and Instagram I've been doing for like way 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 longer but anyway in the description of all my podcasts is my YouTube my Instagram if you aren't following me you totally should but anyway I was posting out Max being called up so basically um if you 
know about hockey there's like minor league teams for these nhl teams so basically the minor league team that he's been on is the reading royals you guys know that and that's the like east coast league team for the philadelphia flyers i'm going to try to explain this in like the most not confusing way and then the step above the reading royals is like the team above them is the lehigh valley phantoms in allentown pennsylvania which is only like probably an hour away from Reading, which is just really convenient that it's, like, right over there by Philly also. And then the step above the American League team, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, is the um, Philadelphia Flyers. So he got called up for this week to practice with them and then this weekend for their games in North Carolina, which is just, like, so exciting. And we were like, whoa, this is happening right now really quick. And he's like, okay, can you get your butt to Boston and hop on a plane and, you know, come back to Philly? So we were like, whoa, this is happening. And we literally had like an hour on the Cape, threw all our stuff together. I like showered and I'm like, okay, let's go. Like hop in the car. I got to go drop you off at Boston Logan. And then it ended up being this whole thing. He was supposed to catch his flight that night and then the flight ended up getting canceled. And then he stayed another night in Boston and then he flew out really early this morning. So it's just been a crazy whirlwind and he never knew it was going to happen that quickly, but he's been playing really well so far. And I'm just so excited for him and so happy because I know how hard he works and yeah I just I talked about this in the video where I talked about him getting called up but I feel like I always joke and I'm like oh Max scored like we were talking about manifesting his goals but um and I I did say this in my video too I think there's it's such a thing especially in sports when you can really like think ahead and visualize how you're going to play in a game or if you're going to score a goal or how that's going to look like or if you're a rower and you, you can visualize like the splits on the screen when you're you know pulling your 2k or test or whatever it is I think it's like really helpful in just like manifesting like putting those positive vibes out there into the world and energy like I think there's something to be said for that but I'm also not just like oh my gosh he only like you know scored those goals because I told him to manifest them that's not at all like obviously what it is is his had hard work and dedication and just how long he's been working at it and you know, it's not easy, like, moving somewhere new and uprooting your whole life, and it can be really tough, like, they could trade you or cut you or move you around at any time, so it's, like, a really crazy lifestyle that a lot of people, I feel like, wouldn't even be willing to live, because um, it's just so crazy in the beginning, and especially starting on, like, the lower minor, like, teams, guys can be frustrated or whatever it is, and some people just wouldn't even do it, so I just, like, admire his dedication and just like honestly his pure joy for hockey because he's been doing it for so long and I know for me after six years of rowing I was like I'm hanging up the towel I am done with this I don't know if that's the right phrase like I was gonna say hanging up my jersey but there's no jersey in rowing hanging up my uni and I'm done like I was so over it so to find someone that's so passionate and so dedicated and like find so much joy in something that they've been doing he's been doing it since he was like two you know whenever you can put a little kid on skates for like 20 years like that's just so awesome and like inspiring to me and yeah I, I could make a whole episode where I just talk about him honestly maybe I will one day but that's just what's going on right now so I'm so excited and so happy for him and I literally was looking at plane tickets to go to North Carolina for like just Saturday and Sunday two days to see his games there because like how exciting but you guys since it's right before Christmas it's the 21st and the 22nd the plane tickets are like $850 or something like the cheapest ones I could find I'm like what the heck only to freaking Charlotte and back like should I drive it's like a 12 hour drive but it's all confusing because Lucy and Dara are flying in and I'm supposed to be with them and getting them from Boston so 
yeah i don't think i'm gonna make the trip to north carolina but the more i think about it the more i like want to go imagine i like go surprise him there he would be like what are you doing here but also my whole dad's side of the family is in north carolina is in charlotte like right near where he's playing which is like so funny so anyway i could talk about that all day long but i am so happy for him and i'm sad that our time with his family got cut short but we love them so much like they honestly feel like a part of my family now and when i go i was gonna say when i go home to cape cod when i go to his home in cape cod it feels like my home too i was telling him that and i just like love his family and being around them and being on the cape i just feel like in general the cape is such a happy place too so it's not hard for me to love it there so yeah and i guess now i could talk about what i'm happy about right now which is honestly that i am just so happy for him and oh my gosh i could like get emotional talking about it like um (laughs) i guess what i'm trying to say is i have always thought about it in the past like when i really you know do some soul searching and (laughs) deep diving and trying to be honest with myself because i feel like i typically am someone that's very honest with myself um i digress but unless it's like really tough subjects and i didn't realize this until i lost my dad that's the first time that i'm like i can't be honest with myself i don't even want to admit to myself how i'm feeling i don't want to deal with it i want to put it in this little box and wrap it up and put it in this closet and deal with it another day do you know what i mean like just putting it off because it's so painful and so like rub 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 rug ripped out from underneath of you that i literally can't even like fathom it and i don't want to think about it which i don't know if that's like the healthiest way to cope with it but yeah i would say in every other aspect of life though i'm very honest with myself so that's what i'm trying to say i'll make a whole episode about my dad you guys know that's like you have to know that's coming um i just have to wait until i'm ready so yeah but um what was I saying? Oh yeah. So, so when I'm really honest with myself and I think about what love love means to me and what like loving someone entails, we're going off of, we're going off the rails right now. Sorry, we're going down the rabbit hole, but I hope you guys enjoy me just talking because that's what I like the most in podcasts anyway. Anyway, my thoughts are when you really love someone, I have been in love twice in my life and in my relationship currently it's just like the healthiest most like pure relationship and so like joyful and fun and like light-hearted but like deeply caring about one another and their interests and I don't know I could get emotional talking about it because I just feel like I found someone that is like so perfectly them and perfect with me and like so confident in loving themselves on their own and I'm confident in loving myself on my own so together it's just like perfect in how it needs to be but okay I'm beating around the bush I'm not saying it so when I always think about what true love is and really loving someone what I always land on is like them being happy and being content and fulfilled and satisfied satisfied and all of that is what makes you happy like deep down what makes me happiest is like the people I love in life thriving and happy and safe and confident and like all of those things like I just want you know Taylor Lucy all my best friends all my family the people I love I just like want everyone in my personal life to be taken care of and safe and secure and loved and do you know what I mean is this really going off the rails so all I'm trying to say is that's really what I'm happy about right now is someone that's especially my partner in life (laughs) someone that is so close to me my oh my gosh guys I literally (laughs) 
I'm not gonna say it. I almost just said the word that isn't what he is yet. <laughs> not my, I was literally about to say spouse. Can I chill for a second? Cause I was thinking partner, but for someone that's like, you know, my partner right now, my boyfriend, for someone like that to be just like so happy and chasing their dreams and so excited and like, I don't know. It just makes me really excited for him. And yeah, I, I've been going on a rant. But anyway, let's let's move on because I could keep talking about how much I love Max and all the people in my life. So happy quote is, well, I don't even know if this is like a happy quote. You guys know I always try to say like a happy little quote. So what I thought of is, oh, this has to do with Max. I just said we are going to move on from that and we haven't. So this is just like a phrase that I've heard. I don't know, growing up, and it's that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That just sounded so cheesy coming out of my mouth, but I forget when I first heard it and honestly kind of stuck with me, and I would always think, especially like if you're in sports or anything like that, like growing up, I would always, I feel like would work really hard at sports, but there's always someone that's better than you, and that's always how it's going to be, and there was always someone that was better than me on a team or whatever it was, and it made me angry, and I would say like, why are they naturally talented, but I'm not, but yeah, I just think what you always have to carry with you is that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, so I don't even know if that's exactly what I'm going for, but just like anything that you set your mind to and work really hard at, you can accomplish and you can do, and I just think Max is a really good example of that, and especially through like hardships that he's gone through with hockey, like obviously you guys know he did his undergrad at Brown, but I feel like I just said that weird. He just he did his undergrad at Brown, but he tore his ACL just like I did, like a year later. Um, and so obviously it's such a tough long recovery, hard to get back into hockey after that. And so then he had his year at BU, but it's like he was just so like persistent throughout that. And some people can let injury break them or just really like take a toll on them. And I feel like he just really worked through it and yeah like look where he's now so anyway um what else was I thinking about that I was thinking about how that kind of had to do with lifeguarding oh because I'll tell you guys my journey to become a lifeguard was a little bit difficult it's like honestly not that hard if you want to become a lifeguard just like the training you have to get through and everything and I was a swimmer so I think a lot of the thing that people struggled with and would be like oh not for me is you have to swim I forget how long honestly maybe a mile or that's probably extreme, maybe 20 laps, whatever it is, um, to like pass a part of your lifeguard test. But I struggled with another part, which I'll get into. So should we just start talking about it already? I've been being around the bush and talking about Max. So let's talk about lifeguarding and then eventually how he got fired. So I'd always wanted to be a lifeguard. I remember growing up and I think I can say the same for Lucy, especially since we were twins and had like the same upbringing um I think it's because my dad was a lifeguard he was always a lifeguard and he would talk about it all the time and it would just feel like ingrained into our minds like what a great summer job it was you're like out in the sun having fun well (laughs) it's like fun being a lifeguard but obviously it's still very serious and like you're working um wait hang on guys literally I told you I'm not editing this I'm just putting this up I just dropped something on the ground okay (laughs) continuing so Yeah, I just feel like because he had always enjoyed being a lifeguard, um, we were like, wow, we want to do that. And he was like, oh, you make, I think you make, do you make more than minimum wage lifeguarding? I feel like you can make good money, especially if you're a head lifeguard or work overtime or whatever. I just feel like 
in general, it's a good summer job to have and, you know, getting tan is a perk and you can make like some other lifeguard friends, whatever it is. It just always seemed like an attractive job for Lucy and I. So yeah, basically you can get certified probably through a bunch of different like places or things. I know you have to do like your CPR, AED. I remember we would have to get that renewed every once in a while I honestly forget the amount of time like it's either every year or every other year and then you have your lifeguarding certification which again you have to renew every year every other year something like that and what was really cool was our high school you could get lifeguard certified in a high school gym class like there was a gym class called lifeguarding and you would take that all semester how is it broken up in high school guys I literally don't remember or the first quarter or the first half of the year or you know something like that was it the whole year I don't know basically you take this lifeguarding class and it was just kind of like a drawn out long version of getting your lifeguard certification as a gym class so then by the end of the gym class you would get your lifeguard certification so it was like a lot of practice it was honestly nice that we had so much training because I felt really ready um but it was just like a lot of training a lot of practices of the different saves stuff like that and yeah I just remember like everyone wanting to do the lifeguarding class and other um gym classes would have their like swim unit in gym and they would be in the pool and we would be like lifeguarding for the class and stuff and honestly you guys I'll talk about my lifeguarding experience like working but that was like way more intense and more scary than like my lifeguarding experience like I remember people in high school like not being able to swim and jumping in the pool and like people in my class literally having to save them so actually what's crazy is I never had to save anyone really um yeah like drowning or struggling or anything like that or like a little kid that got too deep and couldn't touch or you know starting to go under I never had to save anyone like that I usually would just do the ones I can remember the most are like little kids that would run when they shouldn't run and they would trip and they would fall and I would do like first aid type of thing Um, but yeah, I never had to save anyone in my like years of lifeguarding. I don't even remember what summer I started, what summer I ended. I probably was a lifeguard for like two years, three years. And we would have our main lifeguarding gigs over the summer. But then throughout the year too, we would also lifeguard here and there at the YMCA nearby. So yeah, basically we had, so back to the gym class that was lifeguarding to get our certification. I think... We must have done um, CPR and AED as a part of the class or separate. I don't even remember. But what I remember, you guys, this is where my um, hard work had to come in. And I wasn't naturally talented in this. So I want to say it's called, don't quote me if I'm wrong. I haven't lifeguarded in like six years. I feel like I don't remember anything anymore, which is crazy. Like I would not trust myself to lifeguard right now. But I remember what I struggled with the most was the deep water passive victim. I think that's what it's called. This is getting technical. But it's if they're really deep um, and you have to go down, you have to like go all the way down and you put your arm like around their chest, like under their arms. And you, while you're swimming up with them, you have to pull down the, what's it called? The like lifeguard buoy raft, the life thing, you know, the long like floaty thing. That's like a skinny stick. Why can't I remember what it's called? I'm the worst lifeguard ever. But while you're swimming up, you need to be pulling it down underwater. Like your 
feeding your other hand that's on that's around them like the rope and you're pulling it down with the other hand if that makes any sense I'm like motioning it right now but you can't see me so then you grab the raft and like put it under their back and they're basically like laying with their back on top of your chest and your arms around them and you swim to shore but I would fail 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 over and over and over again (laughs) I would like fail this test over and over because I could not do it It was so hard like to swim up, have the person and get the flotation device underneath of them between the two of you and swim to the side. I think you had to get it underneath of them while you were still underwater coming up and I could never get it underneath of them in time, especially I remember there was this big, tall, like muscular boy in my gym class. Like he was just a big boy and way bigger than me. And I remember they made everyone do the deep water passive victim with him because it was like the most challenging. And they're like, you know, you never know who could need help at your pool, wherever you're lifeguarding one day. So we had to do it with him. And I remember just struggling so hard and I would practice like crazy. And even if I would get to the top, it would take me like 10 minutes to get to the side of the pool because I just felt so like smaller and weak um so yeah training for lifeguarding can be kind of difficult but other than that I feel like I didn't really struggle with the other stuff and like I said I was on the swim team before so the swimming aspect of it just was not like hard for me at all but I'm sure for other people it was I remember some people joined the lifeguarding gym class and then after learning how much they had to swim and how many laps they had to swim they would like dip out and be like oh this isn't for me I can't do it but yeah so that was that gym class and Lucy and I made it through we got our certifications Woo! we were like so ready to lifeguard and yeah I guess now I'll just tell you about where we started lifeguarding and the place we got fired I'm not gonna say any like specific names for obvious reasons I don't know in case you work there in case you go there but basically we lifeguard at two different places like I kind of said before so we had uh this I don't even know if I should say. I'll just say. It was these apartment complexes that we lifeguarded for during the summer. And it was, you know, during the summer season for them. And they had two different pools. And maybe we'll just call them, like, because I'm thinking of the names in my head right now. But I'm not going to say them. Pool A and Pool B. Pool A was, like, the nice new pool that was, like, the main pool. It got the most sun. It was, like, clean. Pool B was, like, weirdly in the shade and always had, like, bugs and, like, leaves falling into it because there's like trees all around and it was really run down and yeah you always wanted to work at pool a let's just say but anyway lucy and i worked there and then we worked at the ymca nearby and would lifeguard there as well and yeah they're quite different the ymca was like an indoor pool the shifts would range from like oh my gosh the early bird freaking special you guys <laughs> like crack of dawn when we would work i think the five to eight or five to nine or whatever it was like the opening shift you would have to get there at like 4 30 it was brutal i hated doing that one i feel like i barely did i remember like lucy doing it for a long time but yeah till like nine at night or whenever in the pool closed it close whenever the pool closed it whenever the pool closed so that was the ymca and it really depended sometimes there would be birthday parties sometimes it would just be lap swim stuff like that and then for like you know bigger parties or other stuff they'd have more than one lifeguard on it was pretty chill there'd be like music playing but honestly it was more legit than the apartment complex pools (laughs) more legit because we had to wear like our lifeguard uniform we had our lifeguard shirts shorts like a little i think a little like fanny pack thing that you wear 
and then we would wear the tube like the lifeguard tube thing that i can't remember the name of what is it freaking called yeah the lifeguard thing we would like wear around us and we would like do laps around the pool so that just seemed more like official to me and we would like clock in and out that kind of thing so these apartment complex pools were very chill like i can't even explain enough and honestly looking back probably shouldn't have been that chill but the person that like trained us and the head lifeguard at the time what like couldn't stress enough what like an easy job it was and how chill it was but yeah in hindsight it's like a very serious job like you are in charge of keeping everyone at the safe everyone at the safe everyone at the pool safe and you know everything like that but it was very chill (laughs) oh my gosh i can't speak very chill like i can't even explain to you guys like you're just gonna be like what if you watch my videos back then you probably would even know but we didn't have to wear a full piece bikini we didn't have to wear a lifeguard shirt anything like that we literally would wear bikinis lifeguarding at these pools which in hindsight also very like unprofessional i don't know how this was okay i think we were just like what 16 when we started lifeguarding and the head lifeguards were like oh this is what we do and we were just like oh okay this is what lifeguarding must be like but then you know lifeguarding at the ymca and then lucy ended up working somewhere else i realized that it just like shouldn't have been that relaxed in the first place anyway and i actually remember being really sad like the first week we started working there because i remember they asked us like our t-shirt sizes and i was so excited to get like a lifeguard t-shirt that i could wear to work and then that just didn't happen like we didn't wear any lifeguard anything to work like i feel like people would come into the pool that lived at these apartment complexes and wouldn't even realize that we were the lifeguards because we'd be wearing freaking triangle bikinis so that was kind of like weird to begin with kind of random um also we would bring like coolers of food i remember every day we would work 11 to 7 so yeah it was like an eight hour day and did we get a break oh yeah this is how it worked oh my gosh it's all coming back to me so you'd always work there'd be like two people at each pool every day and then each lifeguard each lifeguard would get an hour break for lunch and um lucy and i lived really close by so we could like go home eat lunch chill for a second and come back so if it was like lucy and i working together i would take my hour like go home eat lunch come back and then she would take her hour eat lunch at home come back um so that's how that worked but i just remember bringing like coolers of food like sometimes we wouldn't even leave or yeah i don't even know like we would just have all this food because these pools were really chill like no one would really come to them during the day i feel like when people would come out of work more people would come in the nights or like in the evenings and sometimes it depends like if it was a really hot day or sunny or whatever like more people could come but there would be some days where not a single person would show up and we would sit there for the full eight hours and just get paid but just do our own thing because if no one's at the pool we had like no rules you guys it was like the wild west we would bring so much food i remember the head lifeguard when we first showed up she was like oh we bring our nail polish we paint our nails we like watch netflix on our phones like very very chill and obviously that's with like no one in the pool area at all but there would be a lot of times for like hours at a time that no one would come especially if it was cold at all or rainy or cloudy like we would just be doing our own thing all day like you would have like your summer school work I don't even know it was just really really relaxed if you like kind of just setting the scene so yeah I wrote down my little notes we would bring food watch Netflix paint nails and our duties other than like obviously lifeguarding was we would like take the chlorine levels of the pool every hour I think and it was chlorine and it was something else 
like the acidity of the pool yeah you know if it was like too acidic or too basic or yeah we would do that like every hour and they were like older pools so I remember they were so fidgety and you would have to do more chlorine and then it would be too much chlorine and some days there would be no chlorine and you couldn't open the pool and tenants would get really upset and it was just like a mess half the time there was always like something going wrong um yeah we would just come in at like 11 or 10 30 or whatever to open the pools we'd close them at the end of the day um like fold down the umbrellas straighten up the chairs clean like stuff like that like there was other things that we were doing other than just lifeguarding that were like in the lifeguarding job criteria i guess you could say just like taking care of the pool oh the bathrooms we had to clean the bathrooms it was like the worst but yeah we had to do that um some days it would get really really hot and I would like hide under the umbrellas because we would get so much sun like also in hindsight I don't know how we handled sitting in the sun for that long it was insane like I look back at those videos and I'm like oh my gosh I got you know way too much sun but yeah like I was saying I'm just like kind of looking through my notes pool b yeah the bad one b for bad was yeah always a lot more dirty like you never wanted to work there and when you got that one you were like dang it when you were like on the schedule for that one and you would just clean that one up a lot more I remember one time coming in and I think there was a storm the night before and a window near the bathroom was shattered and I remember having to pick it up and I had like rubber gloves to pick up the glass but the glass would go through the gloves and I remember my hands bleeding and just having so many cuts and it was just like a mess so sometimes there was just like funny funny things like that oh my gosh one time I was so stupid (laughs) this is like just me roasting myself the pool was really acidic so I found this like basic solution or something that they told me to um, pour into the pool and I remember taking it out and I was so dumb you guys I took like a big whiff of this solution that I was to pour into the pool and I almost like passed out because obviously I was like sniffing this insane chemical like so dumb what was I doing and I had to like run around the pool and like pour it in the pool to like fix the acidity of the pool I don't even I'm just thinking of like random memories but yeah if you can just imagine what these pools were like and oh yeah I wrote down sometimes I couldn't open like I told you guys if the chlorine if there was no chlorine in the pool you technically weren't allowed to like open it because people couldn't go swimming if there was no chlorine in the pool or I remember people getting really upset some days where if it was I think if it was thunderstorming or lightning or something like that, you technically couldn't have anyone in the pool area for like 30 minutes after or an hour or whatever the rules were. So yeah, I remember people getting so upset that it was like sunny and nice out, but we were like, oh, we have to wait like 10 more minutes or whatever for them to even come in. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I wrote down this one thing. I am, this is all just leading up to the end when I, before I tell you guys how I got fired, but Wow, I forgot. There was this one tenant, you guys. I'm happy that I'm not saying anyone's names. Like, I can't get in trouble for this, right? It's all the truth, and I'm not saying, like, anyone's names. <laughs> but there was one tenant. I remember that made Lucy and I extremely uncomfortable. Whenever he, well, I guess you know he's a male. He was this, like, older man. And whenever he would come or we would, like, tell each other if we were working alone or if we were together, we obviously could see how he was, like, treating one another he was just like really chatty and would always sit like right by our little lifeguard table and yeah would just say some weird things and like tell us what to do and like about life and whys and whatever and I always thought he was like harmless but then 
I can't even remember what happened. Like stuff would go down sometimes, you guys. I forget one day he was acting like really weird and he like insisted on giving me money. Um, he gave me like an envelope of money. I don't even remember how much it was. It was like a lot of money for me and Lucy for like graduating or something. Like I think it was like to be nice, but I felt like extremely uncomfortable taking this money. And he like insisted and was like, I'm leaving here. I'm not taking it. And I was just like, okay. And then I think I gave it to my boss, like the guy that like ran the pools. And I was like, here, you can like, I don't know, you keep it, you give it back to him. Like I just felt really uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I remembered you guys. I, this is bad because I don't even remember like the details. I think Lucy was working. I honestly should ask her. Maybe it was another lifeguard. And something happened one day where it was really out of hand. And I think he got banned from the pools because like something happened and he came and he literally was like arrested at the pools. Like something crazy happened. I don't know. He must have been dealing with like his own issues or something. So yeah, some like crazy stuff happened. I remember one time... I don't even think I was there. It might have been Lucy or something. There was like this birthday party that got way out of hand and you could only have like a certain number of guests and there was like 30 people that showed up in this pool that like wouldn't leave and like the police had to come and kick them out and yeah, I don't know. Some Sometimes it seemed that it was like poorly managed. I don't. That's just my opinion. I don't want to say anything that's going to like get me in trouble. But yeah, some things just didn't really make sense. Like it shouldn't have been so lax on the lifeguards. Like, there should have been some real rules. Like, be professional, wear lifeguard shirts, like, all this stuff. And, yeah. And, obviously, oh, my gosh, I haven't even talked about phones at all. Obviously, like, no phones whatsoever if any people are in the pool at all. Like, even even if they're not swimming, if they're in the pool area, no phones. Oh, my gosh, that would have been, like, the worst thing ever. And there was, like, cameras there, too. Like, you couldn't be on your phones, I don't think. I think they would, like, see you if you were. But, obviously, I didn't even mess with that because I was, like, okay, if there are people in here. They are here under, like, my watch, you know? Like, I'm not going to mess this up and, like, go on my phone and not pay attention to, like, any little kids or people that would go in the pool. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But if there were no people in the pool area, you were allowed to be on your phone. So, that's, like, when I was saying earlier, you would be on Netflix and like weird stuff like that like looking back the whole situation is just weird like the whole working experience there weird okay so this last summer that I worked there now let's talk about when I got fired right are you ready and it wasn't just me that was fired T it was me and Lucy <laughs> okay ready so this summer I was like so into YouTube I remember and I just remember being really over lifeguarding because I think I had worked there one or two years previous and yeah in the beginning of the summer I was like oh, I don't even really want to do this I want to like just do YouTube this is taking a full like eight hours out of my day every day I don't really know I don't want to do it but like I'm making good money I don't know so I was feeling kind of weird about it anyway like I didn't really want to do it so me getting fired actually wasn't the end of the world and was kind of a blessing in disguise because I wanted to quit but I felt bad quitting or I felt like I couldn't because there wasn't that many lifeguards it was anyway so yeah Basically, I remember this week, you know what, you guys, it might have been the summer where Gretchen and Lucy started, if you were around during then, when I made a vlog channel, that was, it was like, what was it, I think it was just called Gretchen and Lucy, I named it Gretchen and Lucy from the beginning, because I wanted to have a vlog channel with Lucy, obviously you guys know Lucy's my twin sister, um, and we would like make vlogs together all summer, because we were living at home, it must have been summer going into my, was it going to my senior year of high school, or no, summer going into my freshman year of college, whatever it was. And you probably realized that summer that I stopped lifeguarding. Maybe I just said like, oh, I'm not lifeguarding anymore. Like I quit. I don't know if I didn't say that I got fired. I don't even know, but we got fired. <laughs> so 
yeah, I was kind of like over it anyway. But I remember this week that I got fired. I, it was literally a Friday morning. I remember all so clearly. I traveled to LA on Thursday the day before. Like I was taking whatever, a week off because I was in LA. I honestly think for BeautyCon. And I remember it was 7 a.m. Friday morning and I wake up from a call from our like pool manager, maintenance guy. Let's just call him Jake. He was like our main point of contact. And then there was like the people that worked in like the offices, but we never really talked to them unless we were going to pick up like our checks or I don't know, anything like that. Let's just call him Jake. So Jake was the one that fired me. That's not his real name, but I'm just going to say that. (laughs) So Jake calls me at like 7 a.m. my time in LA. And I was like, Jake, I answered. I was like, I told you I was going to LA. Like, rah, 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 you woke me up. It's 7 a.m. Like, I'm tired. (laughs) And he was like, we need to talk. And I was like, what? What is going on? And so I think he was calling me and then he was meeting with Lucy right after in person because I wasn't there. So also this whole situation, I just feel terrible about you guys because it's all my fault. I'll just come out and say it, Um, even though it's like still a weird circumstance. But Lucy was the one that took like the majority of it, like the the, took all the heat from the situation because she was the one that was there in person and had to go meet with them and they were like screaming in her face and she was crying and like I feel so bad that mine was just like a simple phone call and he was like nah and I was like okay dude bye like I'm good anyway like I wanted to quit (laughs) but okay ready so basically what happened so this was like the first thing that he's telling me so I guess they didn't really know that I was doing YouTube videos this is where this starts and I guess a tenant had watched my YouTube videos and was just like telling the pool that they saw my videos. I think it wasn't like telling on me like something bad. I think it was just like, oh my gosh, like this like YouTuber that I watch, I realize is like a lifeguard here or whatever. And they were like, what are you talking about? Kind of thing. So then they were like watching my vlogs at the pool, which were always, well, in my mind, it was fine. Like I would never film when there were people there or anything like that because obviously I was working. But when it would be like an empty day and cloudy or no one was there yet and it was early in the morning, I would have no issue like filming and then I'd be like oh Lucy and I just made our acai bowls like we were vegan at this time like we just came back from early morning rowing practice like I just remember yeah showing the pool a little bit during the day because we would vlog but eight hours out of the middle of our day would be missing so sometimes I would vlog there and um yeah they would like watch my videos and they were really mad that I was filming at the pool which I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to do like I just fully had no idea that it was like an issue at all and they were just really mad in general that I was filming there and I remember him saying to me it's like you're double dipping like you can't be making money from lifeguarding but also from like these videos on YouTube and I was like what like I I don't know I just never thought of it like that so that was one thing that I just totally didn't know that I wasn't allowed. it's not like from the first day they were like by the way no filming at the pools um which I guess like makes sense but also people weren't in them so I don't know that was just I guess a mistake on my part because I just didn't know and then it was I think like two specific videos that he was really mad about and one of them he was like you were literally like bad mouthing the pool and I was like what are you talking about no I wasn't and I remember this okay so this one video you guys I wonder if it's still up on my YouTube channel I want to go find it it was pool b it was a bad day at pool b and (laughs) the bad pool and I remember it was so dirty and I was like cleaning all morning because no one was there yet and so you would you know vacuum and clean and da 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 And I remember, literally, I remember so specifically because I remember being really mad on the phone, being like, oh my gosh, I didn't say anything about about the pool because, like, I understand why he would be mad about that. But I was filming and I was like, 
I've been cleaning now I'm going to vacuum the pool like I was just telling my vlog and I was like oh the the pool gets so dirty and um the vacuum is really old so it doesn't work too well but I'm just gonna do like the best that I can and like give my best shot or whatever like that's all I said like I wasn't saying anything bad it just like objectively <laughs> am I being rude by saying this I don't know it was objectively an old like crusty vacuum and I would just do the best that I could I wasn't like complaining or being like this pool sucks like it's dirty like it did but I wasn't saying that I just I it was just an old back and I was like okay I'm gonna do the best I can like that's what I said in the video so they were really mad about that and then um they were extra mad so this was just like a big misunderstanding obviously I never filmed when people were there so Lucy and I obviously would work like different shifts sometimes and sometimes we would visit each other so I remember one day I think me, maybe even my friend Hannah, she maybe a friend came, like visited Lucy. We like brought her food and I was vlogging and I wasn't on duty. Like I wasn't working or anything like that and I didn't know filming was an issue at the pool. So I was vlogging. I was probably showing her lifeguarding and like me and Hannah and I think you could hear like in, like I didn't show anyone else, but I think you could hear that other people were in the pool area and he was like so upset with me and I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't working. Like, you know, I wouldn't do that if... You know, like I wasn't on duty, but you couldn't even tell because no matter what, we were wearing bikinis anyway. It wasn't like, oh, I wasn't wearing my lifeguarding shirt. See, it was just like, I looked just like Lucy was, but I just wasn't on duty. Like I wasn't working. So yeah, basically it was just like this big thing. And I was like, okay, honestly, dude. And he was like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, wow, okay. But I was totally okay with it because I was like, to be honest, like I was kind of over it anyway, not to like be like that. Like, oh, I don't want to be here anyway, but I like really was in that situation and then what I honestly the most like wait I'm looking at my notes really quick did I miss anything oh yeah I remember just being like do you really have to like fire me over this whatever and he was like yeah we still have to fire you because I was like bad mouthing the pools or whatever and if like the health department saw my videos it would be bad and I was like what like okay whatever so what I felt the most bad about is obviously Lucy and the fact that she was like dragged into this and he was like I remember the end of the, vi the video the conversation with him he was like, yeah, we're going to have to, like, let Lucy go, too. She's about to, like, come in and meet with us. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No way. Like, she has nothing to do with this. It's, like, my videos, da, 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 da. And he was like, she's in your videos, too. Like, she's your twin sister. Like, she was in some of those videos. Like, she has to go. And at this point, she was the head lifeguard. So she was, like, probably making more than everyone else and was, like, making the schedule and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are making a huge mistake. You do not want to let go, like, your head lifeguard who, like, loves this job. Like, she was still so into it and such a good lifeguard and just good at, like, you know, scheduling everything, everything, all the other duties on top of what we normally did as a head lifeguard. And I'm like, you literally do not want to let go of her. Like, don't make a big mistake. You're going to be way understaffed. Like, this is going to be a mess if you let Lucy go. And he's like, mm, like, we have to. And I'm like, oh, I just felt so bad about Lucy. Like, that's what I felt the most bad about so yeah I just feel bad that she got like the heat of it all in person and basically she went in and they like ripped her a new one and she called me crying and I was like this is so freaking unfair it's all my fault I feel so I felt awful you guys it was literally just my fault because I was being a dummy and I didn't realize that I couldn't film there like and it made them so mad but I just didn't know like I was freaking 16 like whatever now I'm just way more cautious because of all these things that I've learned and experience that I've gone through but 
yeah, so that happened and I felt bad because for the rest of the summer, Lucy was like, okay, now, <laughs> now what do I do? But end up working out totally okay because she just picked up more shifts at the YMCA. She actually ended up working at a different, I think apartment complex too, a different apartment complex's pool that made a lot more sense, you guys. She wore a lifeguard uniform. It was a lot more like legit, not to like badmouth this pool, obviously. I'm like biased and salty because they fired me, but like, <laughs> like obviously they were legit it was just obviously as things like as things that I'm telling you like how the environment of the work situation was it was just weird like I've just never had something that like chill and relax and stuff I don't know if you guys are lifeguard other places if that's like normal because I feel like any other pool I've ever gone to ever like lifeguarding is obviously very serious and like structured and not like you're painting your nails or you're eating food or reading a book or I don't know you know what I mean but whatever I'm not gonna like <laughs> say bad things about that pool anymore so they fired me and they fired Lucy and <laughs> um love you Lou sorry I'm telling that you got fired too but it worked out totally okay because she was working at these two other pools and yeah I just like felt really bad that it happened and I didn't know how to make it up to her and everything I remember that I told Jake what happened when I was salty and like ugh fine, if you fire me and Lucy, like, you're gonna have troubles, they had so many troubles, I remember them having to, like, close pools down for the day, because they were so understaffed, I haven't said this once until right now, Taylor actually started working there, you guys, too, I think this summer that we got fired, like, probably a month into the summer, so she was left with, like, a couple other lifeguards at these, like, horrible pools, <laughs> I'm calling them horrible, at these pools, um, and was like struggling she was probably that new head lifeguard I don't even know you guys so I felt so bad that we left her with that too because they would be closing left and right because they would have all these issues and then there wouldn't be a lifeguard to lifeguard to lifeguard there and yeah I think letting go of Lucy was a big mistake big mistake bad decision if you guys let go of me what I find by all means like I get it but I felt really bad about that and I think that they really did need their head life card Lucy so yeah I guess moral of the story is don't be dumb don't get yourself fired and don't get your twin sister fired <laughs> oh like looking back I don't even know obviously I wouldn't have been like filming at the pools if I knew from the beginning that I wasn't supposed to you know I can almost this is totally different but the situation almost reminds me of like I remember um growing up and shopping in Soho in New York City and I would like run around and I just started my YouTube channel and I would be vlogging in stores and I remember employees being like you can't film in here and I'm like oh oh my gosh like I just didn't even know sorry and that's kind of how it was at like lifeguarding like they were like well you can't film here and I'm like oh well I didn't know like I didn't like we could do anything else we wanted it seemed totally in the realm of capabilities like we were bringing full course lunches and painting our nails and watching Netflix I didn't know if I was vlogging that it was bad you know so I don't know can you guys like not hate me from this episode I feel like it was me just complaining and stuff so don't get mad at me um but I knew I just had to tell the story of me getting fired and subsequently Lucy getting fired too. So talk about worst sister ever, right? I'm the worst. Um, but I do want to hear you guys feedback. I always do on these podcasts, but then I don't have a Facebook group and I always say how I want to start one, but can you guys comment on my most recent Instagram post on happy hour? If you 
really would want me to start a Facebook group because I always think about it but then I just don't because I personally honestly do not go on Facebook ever like I just don't use it myself so if I did make a Facebook group I would have to like purposefully do it and make myself go on there to like interact with you guys and I'm sure I would get used to it just like I'm getting used to the podcast thing because it was also new for me but since I don't go on there I haven't made one but like if you guys would really want one and we could talk about all these things that would be nice because I always throw out these podcasts and I'm like is anyone even well I can see that you guys are listening but I want to hear like your feedback and we can talk and stuff and you can be like oh lol when I was fired from my high school job or whatever and we could just talk about it but yeah let me know if you guys would want that maybe that can be my little project when I'm home over Christmas break because I feel like on Christmas day you open all your presents play with your toys and then you kind of sit around and you're like okay now what I mean you hang out with your family but you know what I mean like I feel like for holiday break there's some like there's a lot of free time that I could use especially since like Christmas day everything's closed right so I could like carve some time out of my day to figure out how to make a Facebook group I think that's another reason I haven't made one either is because I'm just kind of like nervous because I don't really know how I mean I'm sure it's not that hard okay I'm gonna stop complaining this was a podcast of how I got fired you guys and um basically long story short I know this is like a 50 minute episode but in a couple words I got fired because I was filming at the pools and not when I wasn't supposed to be well I guess I wasn't supposed to be at all and not when I was like physically lifeguarding just when I was like on duty but no one was there and yeah I got fired because of it so that's what's happened and hope you guys liked my little 20 minute chit chat in the beginning where I talked about how much I love Max (laughs) what's new I'm sure you guys are shocked you have no idea no but yeah that's how I got fired this is a fun little story sorry I get chatty and give you a lot of context this isn't even as short as I thought it was gonna be but I think that is all for now get excited for next week by the way because I'll be home and maybe I will honestly I'll probably do two episodes while I'm home and spread them out over the next two weeks because I will probably have one with Lucy and then I'll do one with my mom because I know you guys want that so bad imagine if I did one with like Dara and Lucy and Max or something that could be fun I'm gonna see Mandy should I do another one with her the options are endless I don't even know so stay tuned podcast with friends and family coming at you in the near future but I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Don't judge me for getting fired or I feel like I was just being really honest. Like I'm kind of worried about how you're going to take this whole situation that I talked about and call me like rude or entitled or bratty or something and I don't want you to take that from this situation. Maybe if you think that you can think that like that's fine. I'm fine with criticism but um like I just want you to listen to what happened and maybe laugh or be entertained or something. But yeah, that's how I got fired. Thanks for listening to this podcast and I'll catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.